disrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you Mind Mental Matters. Tune in with Jean, Chloe, and Lydia for our exploration of all things mental health in partnership with Mental Health Film Festival Singapore. Join our weekly casual conversations here at Radio Pals, the sound of NUS. Radio Pulse. This is episode two of My Mental Methods, and I'm here with Jean and Kai, and we have a special guest today. Hello, my name is Kai. Hi, everyone. And um, I'm a student from Republic Polytechnic. I'm pursuing arts and theatre management, and I just finished my internship at Mental Health Film Festival Singapore. Um, and my role was communications and partnerships intern. Well, to touch a bit more on myself, I guess, um, I do a little bit of social media marketing and um, I manage database, I liaise with people, external agencies, volunteers, and I also do a little bit of digital design. That yes. is so cool. <laughs> I mean, uh, just uh, coming from somebody who's also in like digital marketing, mm. it feels so interesting to know how like we have a role in these yeah. like, like mm-hmm. just raising awareness for mental yes mental right mm-hmm. yeah but um just to recap for our listeners so we mentioned last week that we are going to be interviewing people from the mental health film festival organization in singapore here just to help build awareness for mental health and to you know create a safe space for casual conversations surrounding mental health and its stigma yeah but um that's why we are very excited to have honey on here <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, just a quick plug if you're listening to us on Spotify at Radio Pulse you can also hop onto our YouTube at Radio Pulse just to see us in action yeah <laughs> anyways honey back to you tell us more about yourself and about uh, Mental Health Film Festival okay. um, I already said a bit of what I do so I will touch on um, MHFF so just to introduce a bit of ourselves um, we're a non-profit organization. Um, we aim to provide a safe avenue for people to just speak about mental health, to learn more about the aspects of mental health where they don't usually talk about it, you know. And um, since it's flourishing in Singapore, it, it's proliferating, like really um, everything about mental health is now booming, right? Um, we try to acknowledge and we, we think it's very vital and crucial to, to acknowledge the fact that it's very important and um, the awareness of it like we need to manage our emotions and discomforts over it. Like that's what we are trying to focus on as a non-profit organization. And um, we want to provide this safe space where it's inclusive of everyone from different backgrounds, from um, different age groups. We want them to speak more about their stories, to tell it in a more personal level um, about recovery or their resilience to their journeys. And just for us, we use film. That's our main catalyst. So we use film to advocate for mental health and to create more convos on it because we don't usually normalize the convos, right? So we thought that by watching films, for example, is about like trauma and 
someone is just watching it and you're like, oh, that's, that's how trauma goes. Like, is it like that for you? So it's a more easy and casual, lighthearted way to talk about it instead of coming up to someone and be like, oh, I'm, I'm having trauma and like I'm struggling. And it's like very random, you know, you wouldn't do that, obviously. So we try to film as a creative way to just speak on it. Yeah, that's why we have the short film youth competition, which just ended. And we also have the annual festival that's going to come up this November. Yeah. Oh, that is so exciting. <laughs> which day yeah. in November? Mm-hmm. Sorry? Which day in November? Oh, um, it's going to be on 4th November. That's the first night. And then it's going to be on the weekends as well. Like two consecutive weeks is going to be the festival. Yeah, tell us more about the festival. Like, how many films are you guys planning on screening? And I heard there are actually like themes that you guys have grouped the films into. Mm. And well, some of the themes. Okay, let me share a bit that I think um bits. Uh, we have like uh this film called the Men- Mental and Zero, and it's films from Japan, and it shares more about like um accessing healthcare. So um. Uh, it's something that is different from us because Singapore access their access to healthcare is different, right? So we explore how other Asian countries do it. So this is about Japan. So you get to explore more about the healthcare in Japan by watching these films and attending the panel. This is just a gist of it. I'm not gonna spoil so much. So. <laughs> yeah. So all the film screenings are like live, right? Yeah, it's gonna be live film screenings. Where, where would it be? It's gonna take place at um Film Guard which is at Kalang Leisure Park. Oh, wow. I've never been there. <laughs> Kalang yeah. is so far. <laughs> opportunity to explore a new place. Jim. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh. We should all go together. <laughs> Definitely. Um, listeners, if you didn't catch that, that was Film Guard at... Kalang Leisure Park. Yes. Okay. Kalang Leisure Park. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I've never heard of that it's place. Public. Oh, you need to sign up to go. Um, well, you have to sign up to go, yes. There's tickets for it. So if the tickets are out, you guys should definitely get it. Yeah. It's going to run fast sometimes. Last year, it ran quite fast. <laughs> like, oh. yeah. I mean, like, I wouldn't be surprised because yeah, your organization generally is, I would say, like, doing something that we don't really see much in yeah. yeah, that's true. I guess it's our unique selling point, you know? <laughs> uh, and, like, <laughs> As you mentioned just now as well, like film is a very casual and like easy yeah. way. And like everyone enjoys like watching movies, right? Yeah, so definitely right. like it caters to like very like broad um base of audience. Yeah. yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. like so cool. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I think in particular I really appreciate like how film is able to like contextualize everybody's struggles and make uh-huh. them you know, like everyone draws different things from films, right? Based on your own like field of experience and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's going to like bring so many people together yes yep that's what we aim to do mm-hmm. oh that's so good okay what's your favorite film so far In sorry like what's your favorite film so far oh okay i thought i was gonna share that later but here it goes um <laughs> what is the film that i really liked was aloneers that's what our team discussed on and it took a while to settle on that but it's an amazing film. You should definitely watch it. It discusses about isolation in an interconnected world. Because nowadays, you know, us, we, especially youth, 
like me, I like to isolate myself and mute problems around me. Be like, oh, I don't want to go through my worries. I'm just going to put them aside. Um, yeah, so I just stay in my lane, in my zone when, you know, there's ups and downs to what you do. And yeah, I'm not going to spoil more. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. I was curious, like, what made you chose to intern at um, this organization? Was it your first choice or was it like, um, did you have like other options and then you decided they want to like try for this place? To be honest, I have like a couple of um internships that I applied for previously, like before MHFF, but out of all, I was intrigued by MHFF the most <laughs> because um like the works that they do, like I said, um the SFYC, short film youth competition and the film festival, this combo of art and mental health it struck to me like, wow, it attracted me a lot because the fact that I like advocacy, like I'm passionate about advocacy of like human rights or social justice, um, how they blend it with um, the arts of film, it's just insane. Like how, how could you do that? I didn't know that, that makes it possible. Yeah, it's very interesting. And basically prior to my internship there, prior to just joining, I basically, um, I followed their Instagram and I saw their content posting about um, self-care quotes or messages. Just the delivery of their messages is just clear. And it resonates with me. Yep. That's why I thought that if I join, I will be able to do the same thing. I'll be able to design the same things. I'll be able to put my message out there in the same way. And yeah, it's just a platform for me to do this mental health advocacy in a more... Um, casual way you know I thought internship would be a way that I can explore further and expand my knowledge and that's where I get to learn from like-minded people in the team from external agencies yeah that's why I joined MHFF and why it stood out and set apart from others mm -hmm. I mean it really sounds like you guys are just a group of passionate people who are really uh, trying to uh, advocate for mental health awareness right yep. and I didn't expect yeah mm -hmm. um Moving on, like just a just like one step further. What is your opinion on the mental health landscape in Singapore? Hmm. Well, to be honest, to be frank, okay, I grew up in like a community and the people around me. I grew up hearing anything that's associated with the word mental is something negative. It's always a negative connotation to the word mental, and it's. Like, for example, if I were to say mental health, it will equate to mental illness when it is not like that. Like, um, I just feel that there's this dense and like surface level mentality where people think mental means something shameful and yeah. something bad, but it's clearly not right. Yeah, so it's a taboo topic in... Um, Sometimes when I talk about it, I also get shameful, like previously, because of how I was brought up and people were just having this mindset. And... To be very honest, since I started like Mental Health Festival Singapore, like my internship here, it whenever someone asked me, um, where are you interning at? And I want to say Mental Health Film Festival Singapore, they would be like, huh? Mental Health Film Festival Singapore? You what mental health? Then it's always that dirty look. Yeah. And I get it from my own relatives and sometimes family members as well. But 
honestly, I don't blame them because maybe the generation gap or um, the difference in mindsets. But yeah, we just continue to educate people on it, you know. So I took a neutral stand and I said, yeah, I'm working at Mental Health Festival Singapore and I advocate for mental health and I just do things that I'm passionate of. So don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just, I just have my own standpoint and I do not worry anymore. So I just think... Um, for now, I'm just glad to see more people normalize the idea of mental health because everyone has mental health, but not everyone has mental illness, right? Yeah, yeah. It's only natural. Yeah. It's only natural to just have um, struggles. Everyone has struggles. So we need to normalize the conversations on that. And for me, I mean, like you guys, I think you guys are used to, right? So because you use like TikToks. So, um, I usually go on my explore page and my for you page is always like TikToks to inform the masses about a certain mental health topic. And I'm so happy to see it because like when I go through it, I just see um, people talking, oh, um, this is bulimia or this is um, anxiety disorder. So it's very easy to just speak up about it on the net now. It's not something to be shameful of, you know. Yeah. And I also see like Singaporeans, um, they do a day in a life videos where they visit therapy centers or hospitals and they're just sharing their journey out there. And it's very inspirational, inspirational to me. I like, I like the idea of that. So I think it's better that people are more positive about it and um, people know that there are a lot of avenues and resources that you can actually go for. Yeah, so um, like for us, MHFF, we have like um, the fireside chats that took part in March. Um, we talked to the community health assessment team. We also talked to um, Limitless, which are youth groups that look out for mental health um, issues and stuff. So. Yeah, you have that. We we are like a gateway for you to just find the resources. Yeah, we're like a bridge. So you can always like find out the resources from us. Yeah. Oh, I, I really like what you said about <laughs> how um, everyone has a certain degree of like mental health issues, but not everyone has mental illness. Not everyone has right. um, mental disorders because it's almost like analogous to physical health right like everyone has like issues like whether it be like back pain or like headache but it's just that some issues are not as chronic as others and people don't take that into account when you think about mental health yes you're right That's and right. i also i also really like the um, what you brought up about tiktok where you said that there's a lot of awareness going on there's a lot of like people um destigmatizing this whole like topic on tiktok but um I just want to hear your opinion about it. Do you have you ever come across like people spreading like false information about like mental health or like you know spreading myths about mental health? Because um we do want to acknowledge that TikTok is a very good platform for people to get information from, but it's not curated, you know, so like anyone can say anything. So do you think that it could backfire in some way where like people actually spread misinformation, like the stigma gets worse on TikTok? Or have you like encountered anything like that? Mm. So far, no, I have not encountered on TikTok, but on Instagram, yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and it 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 be your friends, you know, <laughs> your own your own group of friends sometimes. Yeah, people like like there's a few like I've seen a few like Instagram posts about like toxic positivity. That I'm like, yes, yes, that's yes. so true. Right. Toxic positivity mm. is so real and it's so it annoying. Not tell when it's like real or not, like the positivity, right? Like, I get it. 
I get it. That's what we discuss in MHFF also. We just don't want to have this toxic positivity mindset. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Just That's like right. good vibes only. Nah, no. Yeah, yeah. It's not like that always, guys. <laughs> Bad vibes. You have bad days too, yeah. Uh, have you tried um, posting anything on your own? Or like started to talk? Posting? Oh. Mm, posting stuff on my own. Yes, but not about mental health. <laughs> I mean, I what I usually do personally, if I will, if I want to talk about something like a topic that is booming or about mental health itself, I talk on my close friends on Instagram, and everyone just be watching it and skipping it. I think I'm not sure that's how it goes because I actually get to talk it out, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nothing, nothing of the sort where a lot of people see the things I post. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, to your point about uh, like TikTok and Instagram just being platforms for people to spread awareness, like mm-hmm. representation of mental illnesses and mental disorders are mm-hmm. so important, right? Like because yes, it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not gonna touch a bit more uh, deeper on it because it's very um subjective on different people. But uh, sometimes the media that is shown about mental health it's over exaggerated. The viewpoint is over exaggerated. Like, um. For example, like very commonly you see if people say mental illness is someone is restrained and someone that is um, screaming and crying and um, hitting stuff. It's not like that. There is a spectrum. We know that one end, someone really needs clinical help. They go to like hospital and therapy centers. Um, We don't invalidate what they go through. And people on the other end could be people who are like going through a little bit like it's minor and they just need a support system or someone to lean on but over this whole spectrum everyone is like free to receive help like they deserve to get help and we should not ever understate what they're going through the severity of it we shouldn't understate it (laughs) yeah Yeah. I really agree like what with you where people think that mental health is like binary you know so you got it or like you don't have it but like they don't realize that it's like such a broad like mm-hmm. spectrum you can it find it yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not dichotomous you know mm-hmm. wow, that's like crazy yep. mm-hmm. and I really like what you say like everybody deserves to get help mm-hmm. yeah a lot of people they because of social pressure or something they choose to ignore their feelings mm-hmm. and I think also relate to the media right now like all the drama or the movies we watch like they dramatize what's going yes, on yeah. people who have mm-hmm. mental um, issues where they need help they just mm-hmm. it seem really bad on the media yeah yeah you're right <laughs> it's been a bad like impression and picture of people with mental health struggles when it's not like that you should see it in a more mature mindset um that mentality should be abolished honestly to see it in a bad way <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no i mean um on that right what Can you tell us more about what your organization is doing to tackle some of these challenges that the Singapore society is facing regarding mental health issues? Okay, Um, I guess obviously using film as a catalyst. Um, Like I said, we use the film as a creative way to spark more comfortable conversations among people, um, for them to just speak more casual and lightheartedly. Um, so that's how we are trying to tackle um, the problem of people who are afraid to speak up. 
people who are just in their zone and they don't want to talk about what they're going through. So we're trying to put it out there that it's fine, it's normal. It's, it's a very normal thing to go through trials and to cry sometimes. And you can always speak up because everyone is here and we are sincerely trying to help you. And you're not a burden, basically. <laughs> so that's one way we're trying to do and we have been doing. We are doing this annual film festival and the SFYC. And yeah, for SFYC is another thing that um, we try to tackle the challenge that is going through in the youth community now. Um, because uh, we're trying to create programs like short film youth competition every year to provide a platform for people to tell their stories. So we know that there's this problem where um, the youth are unsure how to help and how to uh, tell their stories. They don't know where to go to, to help, you know. Like me, probably I want to help and advocate for mental health, but I don't know what agency does it. So we are trying to create a platform, like for example, SFYC. We ask them to do their own films, uh, we settle them, and then <laughs> we post their films. Like the top 10, there's top 10 winners to uh, win monetary um, prizes. So I guess that's how we encourage more people to talk stories about it, about mental health. Yep. That's the second one. But this is the third one that we are trying to tackle as well. Um, I guess um, finding more social media content ideas that surrounds what um, people like. People from different age groups, not just youth. So we have been trying to um, target um, like the older people, middle-aged and youth. And uh, we're trying to build the awareness of our existence in the mental health industry and the non-profit industry. So we want to tell people that we're there and we are one way to go through. Um, we are, we're just here in a position where you can just reach out to us, you know. And what we've been doing is like we've been posting very colorful um, content, like quotes, messages on Instagram. We also made bite-sized content of our one hour long video, which I think not a lot of people will want to watch, right? So we made bite-sized content as reels on Instagram. So we cut it down so that people can get a gist of what we're talking about. For example, grief and loss. So we find out from panelists and then we cut it into a bite-sized content and we post it out so that people will enjoy it. And you can just scroll through and just watch the reels that we post. So that's what we've been experimenting with for our organization itself. Yeah. Um, I really like what you said about educating different age groups because mm -hmm. definitely use of the future and then there tend to be easiest to change because they're mm -hmm. always adapting to new culture. Yeah. And I think we should also focus on middle ages and people who are parents because how mm -hmm. kids are influenced are definitely by their family. Mm -hmm. And people who are in middle ages, they take care of their elders and they take care of their young ones. Yeah, so yeah. Mm -hmm. They right. can have a uh, right mindset about mental health, I think the society will move steadily. Like, mm -hmm. sure. yeah. what, um, what are some things that your organization is already doing to promote um, this? Oh, um, one of it is our shared stories. It has been going on for a while. Um, 
uh, last few months, we actually collaborated with Resilience Collective, which is our partner. And um, we create this, our shared stories initiative to just let people have a platform to um, discuss, to spark more conversations, uh, for people to just talk freely about the topic that we um, put out. So for example, like help seeking and community um, support behaviors, we put it out there so that um, people can have a like very casual conversation about it. So that's one of the things that we already started on. Yeah, I think pretty sure um, in the future we'll be brainstorming for more ideas. And yeah, it's just going to get creative, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I think everyone can just work hand in hand to in their creative ideas and we'll work things out and hopefully just in the future um the mental health industry and taking behavior that's awesome we see the light yeah <laughs> okay oh, i really appreciate like you sharing the i guess like sort of the marketing perspective in terms of uh what your organization is doing and stuff but just to get to know you a little bit more as a student yourself, what are some challenges that you're currently facing or things you're pondering on or anything to share with like students in similar situations to improve okay. their well-being? Well, obviously I'm a student with a couple problems going through <laughs> in my brain. <laughs> um, one of it would be speaking up. Like what I've been mentioning just now, it goes through a lot of other people, but myself too. That's what I need to acknowledge. I am afraid to speak up um, about my problems to anyone, even people who I trust, people who I love. I just, I just don't feel the need to go up to them and tell them what's going on with me because I know that I'm going to burden them. I just have this feeling where like, they already have their issues. They already have their problems. Why would I put more weight and baggage on them, you know? <laughs> and I always feel that way. And I just feel I don't want to be reliant on people around me. I want to be on my own and I want to, try my best to be independent and figure out things on my own. But over time, I think it has been taking a toll on me when I do that. So I try not to be afraid. I try to be more vulnerable. I keep telling myself like, honey, it's fine. It's fine <laughs> to be vulnerable. Um, it's fine to cry. It's fine to tell people around you that you're going through something. Um, yeah, so I start to put my mental health as a priority. So I start to tell people around me, um, since my sister is the one I'm closest to, I will tell her about what I'm going through. And thankfully, she's like my personal counsellor, honestly. Oh. She listens to me <laughs> about what's going through in my brain. Um, she's just there for me. So that's one challenge that I go through. Um, I also have a challenge where I'm not good at juggling things at once. I'm not good at multitasking. So internship was quite a tough, Thing for me to go through because uh, my internship does not only um, refer to like internship at MHFF but also I had to do my school report I think a lot of people also do that right like poly students right it's normal but um, since I'm under youth call I'm also volunteering it's a requirement for me to volunteer so um, I have to do three things at once and yeah I mean, I'm really grateful that it's smooth sailing for me the past six months. Um, I've been looking at it in a more positive light. But of course, there are days where I dread um, doing work or I dread writing report or even dragging my, myself out of the house to volunteer is quite tiring. 
it's just it's only normal but thankfully I get to gain that positivity and the motivation to do what I want to do and to carry out my responsibilities as a student and an uh, employee as well yeah I think that's the two main challenges that I <laughs> had to struggle with throughout the six months What's like what's the volunteering work that you like had to do? Is it like a program requirement or like yep. what's it? It's a program requirement under um Recall. So I decided to sign up with the digital learning circles where I help to teach the elderly <laughs> about oh, um so their phones. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> How was that your experience like with that? Was oh, it like it's great. I didn't expect it to be fine because, like, you know, um, I have quite little patience. Yeah, I was just going to say that because <laughs> I don't think I have the patience for Yeah, that. I get it. Yeah. A lot of people say that, like, how, how can you work with elderly? Are you, like, you are you, like, really patient person? But, yeah, I didn't expect it to be fine. I think I have an affinity with the elderly. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was great. Yeah made a lot of good memories while learning about technology because me myself I'm not tech savvy so I oh. learned a lot <laughs> oh, it really sounded like you had quite a bit to juggle yeah yeah it was quite um heavy on my shoulders but I got through it thank god <laughs> yeah, wow respect like that's such a relatable challenge right for like both the challenges you mentioned I was like oh my god same <laughs> yes. a resounding like same <laughs> right uh, undergrad population challenge yeah as students like we're all like trying to juggle like multiple things you know mm-hmm. we have like our studies you have like trying to you know make friends in university and Making friends with university. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like challenges, right? (laughs) Yeah. I love that you are like you tell yourself that, you know, it's okay to be vulnerable because Mm -hmm. I think it's really something that all of us really need to be telling ourselves more. Yeah. And I also feel like you're like so (laughs) self-aware. You like you know that like like your feelings are valid and all. And I feel like a lot, a lot of people don't have that self-awareness, right? Like people don't me, it took like, a while. It took a while. I went through oh. <laughs> So it took a while for me to build up, you know, just to know my worth. Yeah. Yeah. Is there like any way that you sort of like consciously try to build it up? Yeah, like what were some of the steps that you took to like get you to where you are now? Well, I guess leaning on a support system. I have people who are around me that is constantly supporting me and constantly giving me words of affirmation. Like, you can do it. You can definitely do it. Um, trust yourself. Then the more I listen to it, I fake my confidence and then the confidence is... But yeah, I mean, for me, I've been taking a lot of breaks. Um, I think it's very important to take breaks. It's just like some alone time. Just sit on your own. Do things that you're passionate of. Yeah. Favorite things you want to do. Focus on them and just slowly grow as a person. It's not a competition. You don't compare yourself with others. Like, oh, he grows faster. Um, he He's better right now. Like, he's in good state. I'm, I'm still at the bottom. Like, rock bottom. Everyone grows at different rates. So, you shouldn't always compare yourself. I told myself that and I'm slowly growing. 
thankfully. As long as you're on the way to where you want to be, right? And then mm -hmm. I think it just takes time. And mm -hmm. like what you said reminds me of like a quote saying like, life is your own marathon. Yes, 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 correct. Mm -hmm. so it's like you, you're, you're, you're the only one who's competing in your life mm -hmm. in your own race. Yeah. So everyone value different things and then don't, I mean, as in the society or the education system put us through different competitions since mm -hmm. we're to compete with others to get into mm -hmm. schools, find jobs, everything. But at the end of the day, you're yourself, and yeah. you should mm -hmm. still find yeah. <laughs> passion and do it in your own way. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. I also feel like that concern is like it's so emphasized in Singapore because you know, like the culture that we have, mm -hmm. you know, everyone is just so competitive, and everyone is like afraid to fall behind like the red race like so apparent here and I think that really ties back to like what we talked about earlier on like this negative stigma and like how the mental health landscape is in Singapore because you know like, there's so many like environmental factors and like really comes down to like our competitive culture like makes us like so stressed out it's like unnecessary stress and stuff like that you know yeah it's ingrained that um, competition is there and you always have to compete but no, sometimes if you fall behind, you can just get up anytime you want. Uh, just take a break. Yeah. <laughs> it will be slow, but you'll get there. Like, I always remind myself, little progress is still progress. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I think, I mean, that's a really important takeaway for all of us here, right? Mm -hmm. And just on your point about, you know, leaning on support systems, we also yeah. should acknowledge that not everybody has a great support system to lead on. And so that's why it's very, very important for us to yeah. um, make sure that they know they have access to other resources as well mm -hmm. that will provide the support they, they mm -hmm. need. Yeah. Can I ask you some questions? Yeah, sure. Of course. Uh, so can you share some like activities that, that someone um, winter along where they can work on themselves? Um, like, Something I, I knew is like gratitude journal. Mm, yeah. And like find out the small things that you appreciate in your life and you can find more happiness with mm. it. Um, or like small, like maybe like three minutes, five minutes meditation. Mm. So can you, because I know you're a more expert in this. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no certified for this. Activities that you learned that can help some with some stress or just anxiety in general? Mm. Well, yeah, gratitude in general is very common and that's what I've been hearing all the time. And uh, on a personal level, what I've been doing, um, like activities to just um, improve on my mental health, is that what you're talking? Yeah. Um, because for me, I like to wander off alone. Um, I like to take strolls at parks or just spend time on my own. And I have this small journal where I write down stuff. And it's not like a gratitude journal, but it's more of like um, a happiness journal. Like for example, every day you go through life, you always have these smallest moments of happiness, right? So whenever I go out on my own and have a moment of solitude, I would write down all the things that make me happy in the day. 
and um yeah and for me also i like to um take photos and videos i really like to vlog so um i go when i go to like the different landmarks that i visit like for example i go to botanic gardens to take a stroll um i will go like past the pond and um uh, maybe just sit at a bench and i'll just spend some time to think about nothing at all just things that i love not things that i worry so it takes a piece of my mind away you know like i don't have to worry about stuff at the current moment it's just peace at the whole time that you're at there so um yeah that's what i do i guess and also if you want i mean you could um record um videos on your phone or like have a little digital camera um uh, and just record the times that make you happy um i document them in my folders on my phone and i would watch them whenever i feel down and this is basically like the activity that i do um when i have free time and i feel down or something i would collate these videos edit them and post it on my tiktok oh <laughs> <But> yeah <laughs> And yeah, it just makes me happy. This this what sparks joy in me and motivates me to keep going on. That's personally for me. So there's many ways that you can experiment on to improve your mental well being. Just don't be afraid to try out. Yeah. Um, try not to isolate yourself. This is just a tip from me. Uh, because the more you are alone with your feelings, sometimes it will consume you. And it might happen to irrational things that um we don't want to imagine. and we want to avoid as much as possible so i do encourage more people to just go out and surround themselves with positivity and people they love and things that they love to do as well if you don't like people then fine <laughs> do something that you like to do like for me i play instruments or draw or yeah just don't be alone most of the time yeah just don't be afraid to try things that yeah. you think it's good for you like mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can try it out. And tomorrow is suicidal prevention day. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yes. Can you share some resources on that too? Um, we have the Samaritans of Singapore, which is the very first resource that you usually go to, right? Um, we have that. Um. There's a couple more, but I'm quite unsure of it. So, <laughs> yeah, um, that's what I've been told the SOS. But there's certainly more. Uh, there's also like counseling services at Fayyeh, um, and Biria Community Services that MHFF has worked with. So you can definitely visit their websites. Um, to just talk um to someone if you need to. Um, help is always there. So yeah, you can reach out to our website as well because we have a list of agencies that you can reach out to. So, don't worry. Yeah, we got you. <laughs> um. So for someone who wants to find out more about, uh, mental health film festival Singapore, and also like you know like see what you guys are posting, the agencies that you just mentioned, mm -hmm. uh, where would they find you guys on? Mm -hmm. So on our Instagram, do follow us at SMHFF. Um, we also have our website, um, Singapore Mental Health Film Festival. Uh, also our Facebook is the same name as well, Singapore Mental Health Film Festival Singapore. Um, you can tune in and be up to date with our festival details so that you are um engaged and ready. <laughs> Look out for our interesting content that we will be posting, like reels and just whatever you like. We have them. <laughs> That is so exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, 
we're going to wrap up today's discussion. Thank you so much, Hani, uh, for joining us. Thank you so much, guys, for having me here. I had fun speaking. I'm so glad. That I wanted to. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah. It feels like so refreshing to get like just uh, uh, another perspective on this. Yeah. Yeah, like you, I'm, I think you're younger than us. And it's, yeah, it's very, <laughs> you know, like you find new things, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I just love how open you are about like, talking about mental health and like I just really I just feel like you're just so passionate about it and like it's so nice to see someone like being so passionate about like um these topics that really should be talked about yeah yeah, yeyeah you guys created a safe space for me to talk about oh. it <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you for saying that yep. no anyway, um yeah like I think this set a really good example for you know like our first interview for my mental matters and we really hope to continue having these like casual and important discussions surrounding mental health and awareness about it yep. in the future yeah so yeah. Uh, thanks again honey thank um, you guys for having me this has been episode two of my mental matters and we hope you'll tune in next week for our third episode this has been lydia i'm jean kai and honey, <laughs> you're listening to Radio Falls, the sound of NUS. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.